0: Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified menstrual cycle coach and feminine embodiment mentor, and I'm on a mission to break taboos around periods and sex while exploring all things spirituality, mysticism, and empowerment. Join me as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. I'm so excited to have our very first guest for season three on with us today to talk about something that I think is perfect for the beginning of the new year. Lindsay White of High Voltage Leadership is here to talk all about finding our purpose, leading ourselves, and really just stepping into our power perfect for 2023. So please join me in welcoming Lindsay to The Light Within. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, uh, I'm super
1: happy to be here and really excited to be
0: your first guest of the new year. That's pretty cool. Yes, I'm so excited too. Well, the first question I ask every guest is, what ignites your light within?
1: Yeah, you know, Leslie, that's such a great question because um, it, it really dials in my life purpose statement, which is to be the high voltage extension cord that connects people to their, um, to their inner, inner light.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and what, you know, that is exactly what gets me up in the morning. And, The reason behind that is, you know, because I have some big important values that that serves. So, you know, connection being one of them. That's why it's a high voltage extension cord. For me, it's all about being authentic and being that high voltage person that I am. And it truly is about serving others in supporting them as they understand what their superpowers are, what their amazing light is. So um, that's such a great question because it's just so deeply meaningful for me.
0: Hmm. Well, I didn't really introduce you in the intro. So please introduce yourself. Tell us about what it is that you bring into the world and what you're up to right now.
1: Yeah. So um, I am am the founder and uh, president of High Voltage Leadership. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcaster myself. I'm a leadership coach and a people operations expert. And I work Mainly with female entrepreneurs and small business owners, so I really help this incredible group of women uncover what their authentic leadership style is and really ground themselves in a strong and powerful leadership brand so that they can elevate, scale, do all those amazing things in their business but also have a really impactful home life. Mm -hmm. So I believe in work-life blend. I don't believe in work-life balance. I think that's crap. Um, And so I help this incredible group of women find that blend, be that incredible leader in both spaces. Um, And then I have a background in HR and uh, talent management. So I help uh, these incredible leaders Build really beautiful cultures, really inspiring places to work. And I do that through, you know, designing programs and processes that really elevate their people and really create cultures uh, where people feel like they belong, where they can bring their whole self to work and where they can do their best work. Because when our teams are happy, our clients are happy. When our clients are happy, they bring us more money and more clients. And ultimately, the entire business and our whole life just is fulfilling and successful and joyful.
0: Mm. How have you seen the need for building those stronger teams evolve because of the pandemic? Yeah, great question. So uh, the
1: word I'm going to use is fragmented during covid our teams and our businesses and and you know this is particularly poignant in smaller organizations right these small businesses that we run that have less than 100 employees the fragmentation is more keenly felt and that's what covid did it fragmented us it disconnected us um and so now as we are adjusting to this new normal existing with COVID, with some of these other viruses that have popped up this fall Mm -hmm. um, and we're now managing with. it, It's really key that we are working very, very closely together and we're reconnecting with people in a meaningful way. Our perspective on our whole world has shifted. Our perspective on our values has shifted. And that's what's causing the fragmentation. And so as a business owner and a strategic leader, it is our job uh, to set that compelling vision, to create that workplace where people feel like they're at home, like they belong, like they're truly valued. And when we do that, and when we connect um, meaningfully heart to heart, we create those cultures uh, where people feel like they can bring all of their best.
0: Mm, I love that. You talk a lot about personal leadership and why that's super essential. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what you think personal leadership is. Yeah. So fundamentally,
1: I believe that um, we lead from within, Uh, that leadership is an inside job, as they say. And so to me, what that means is that we really have to understand how we lead ourselves how we become a force uh, from within. And that, that starts with you know, really identifying and understanding and deeply connecting to our own values. What's important to us and why? Why is that important? So for me, authenticity is my absolute core value. Mm-hmm. Showing up as me is important. And I display that in the behaviors. I even display that in the name of my company, High Voltage. That's who I am. I'm big and I'm bold and I'm exciting and I'm energetic. And so I have to live that value, but I have to also understand why that's important. And for me, the why is I spent a long time working in corporate environments where I couldn't be myself, where I felt like I was in a lead lined box, where I couldn't be big and sparkly and beautiful and exciting Um, And it was constricting and it kept me small and it made me miserable. Mm -hmm. So when we understand what we value the most and we understand why that is important and we understand how we do that every day, how we have more of that, that's the foundation for building a great personal leadership brand. And then you tie that in with your purpose. What are you even doing here? Why are you on this planet? And you're not on this planet to make money and you're not on this planet to raise children, there's a bigger meaning for all of us. Um, And and mine is to help others discover their own inner brilliance. It's to help other people really connect to that beautiful light that they have and share it. And when you understand that that's your bigger meaning, then you can start to lead in a more compelling way, in a more inspiring way. And again, it starts from inside.
0: And so when you talk about this personal leadership, this is for everybody, right? Not just people who are in leadership roles or who own a business. I mean, anybody walking down the street can benefit from this. I'm
1: glad you said that because it's important that we call out that we are all leaders. And we all have innate leadership capabilities. We We all have things we need to work on. Like, let's be clear. Leadership is a journey, not a destination. It is always ongoing. It's iterative. It is always evolving. But yes, we all are leaders and we lead in a variety of ways every day. Mm -hmm. So When you let someone in line at the grocery store, because you have a cart full and they have four items, including that big jug of milk, that's leadership. When you hold the door for someone, when you're walking into the mall, that's leadership. When you say thank you and you mean it, that is leadership. When you pick garbage up off the street, that's leadership. So we all have the opportunity to lead in a thousand different ways every day. Mm -hmm. And so understanding your own personal leadership and what it means to you and how you wish to show up as a leader in your world and in the broader world and community, that's when you're truly impactful as a person. Mm -hmm.
0: So how do we get started? How do we figure out ways to start leading from within?
1: Yeah. So I, I think that the number one thing to do is actually to spend some time thinking about what are my values? What do, what do I really care about? Um, and how can I articulate that in a way that only makes sense to me? Mm -hmm. I mean, the reality is that doesn't have to be a broad definition. And then you need to understand again, why is that important? What, what makes this so meaningful and how do I do this thing? How do I bring this thing to life? How do I have more of this um, in all the different ways that I show up in my world, all the different roles that I play. So for many of us, I mean, we may be a business owner. We may be a people leader We're a, you know, we may be a mother, an auntie, a sister, a cousin, we may be a coach. Um, to a kid's basketball, we may be, you know, sit on a board. How do I want all of those things that are important to me to be displayed in the way I behave in those different situations, those different facets of my life? And then I do think it is worth spending some time. And, and I would offer hiring a really high quality coach to help you really dig in and uncover what is my purpose? What am I doing on this planet? What is my meaning? What's my why? Like Simon Sinek talks about the why, right? I think it's worth the time and the money and the effort to work with a great coach to help you uncover this stuff. If you feel like I just can't quite put my finger on it by myself, some of us can do this work. And some of us need the reflective value of having that person to work with. And you could talk to your best friend. You could talk to your mom. You could talk to your boss if you have one. They could offer you some insights on this as well. But I think that's the first step is understanding what you're all about and then understanding what does leadership mean to me? What are the some of the best leaders I've ever worked for? What did they do? How did they show up? What are some of the worst? Yeah, Because the truth is sometimes it's in the reflection of those really terrible leaders, right? That we can say, okay, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> And and you know what the juxtaposition of what I don't want to be can actually be really valuable can bring things into focus, and and look at a variety of leaders, male female leaders in the public sphere, leaders in the private, leaders in you've had potentially you know in corporate roles, um, leaders that again you've seen in your community, you know what what did they do that made them so great, and and how how does that reflected through. Your own values and your own purpose. Cause no two people are the same. We're not gonna show up just like them.
0: Yeah. We wanna personalize it. Does that make sense? And I that oh, was yeah. a long-winded answer to that question. <laughs> no, it absolutely made sense. And I and I wanna go deeper too because I feel like you said it before, you're not here to make money. You're not here to be, you know, I think you referenced like to, to raise kids. And those two things are things that specifically women a lot of times get kind of bogged down in with this idea that this is just my purpose. I am just wrapped mm-hmm. up in this thing. Um, yes. So can you talk a little bit more about finding purpose and and kind of what you... Because for me, I guess I'll, I'll share my own experience. For me, having left TV, this 15-year career that I had, that I had always wanted to be in news, my whole identity yeah prior to about a year and a half ago, two years ago, was wrapped up in being a news anchor. And I had no concept of what it meant to have purpose beyond what I did for a job. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, I was a wife and yes, I was, you know, a friend and a dog mom and those other things, but shifting out of that career... Um, and finding this new path for myself, I finally did understand what it meant for me to have a purpose, which for me is to be a teacher and a guide and a disruptor um, and a permissionary and those things. So I now understand that. But for someone who's listening, who might be thinking, what the hell are you guys talking about? I am this, I am this, I am this. What's the difference between the thing you do maybe right now and your purpose? And can your purpose change? Yeah. Well, I think you started
1: to articulate it right there. Though you know, Being a mom, being a news anchor, being an HR professional, those are things we do. Mm-hmm. They're not who we are. And so this is the problem is we really start to tie up our identity, our purpose in the outcomes mm-hmm. in our lives. So let me give you this example, because I think this is relevant to so many of us. Being a mom, we look at, you know, raising children is our purpose. No, that's what you do. That's the activity is raise the children. Your purpose is in that moment to create high quality human beings that go out and change the world. Mm. That's the purpose. And I would argue that that's just the purpose in that role. Mm -hmm. I would argue that there's a bigger purpose underneath all of that that, that the, the, again, the reason why you are here on this planet at this time. And that sounds a little bit, you know, woo woo, a little existential. And the funny part is I'm actually a very practical coach because I coach leaders and business owners, um, who need to, you know, they need to get things going in their world. But ultimately when we understand that who I'm actually meant to be, that helps guide us. It becomes a, like the north, you know, pointing north on a compass and it gives us direction and it gives us an ability to measure the things that we do, what we get involved in and how we show up in those things. So really understanding and going right back to the heart of what is important to me? Mm -hmm. What are the things that I care about most deeply? And when we have that, it also gives us the opportunity to create really great boundaries, which is something that for so many of us as women, I mean, I got my hand up. You yeah. can't see it. Like, you know, point to yourself, Lindsay. We struggle with creating boundaries, especially with those people that we care about the most. When we understand what is most important to us and what our purpose is, we can really create barriers around those things and we can articulate better what those boundaries are and why they're important to the people that we love.
0: Mm.
1: So there's, there's really, you know, a couple purposes for doing this work, but most importantly, it's to find your direction because we get so wrapped up in who we're supposed to be that we actually disconnect from who we truly are.
0: Mm. I love that. So what's your advice to people who, cause I've been in these people's shoes, right? I've been there for sure have a really hard time cutting through, I'll call it like the mud and the muck of other people's beliefs and other people's ideas about maybe what you should be or what you should be doing or what you should believe to actually uncover what you actually believe. Yeah. The shoulding We should all over ourselves. Right. And I'll be, I mean,
1: social media doesn't help. No. (laughs) Right. Like you scroll through Instagram and it's like all the shoulds. Um, And we all get caught up in them. So first of all, the thing you need to do is recognize that you're completely normal and acknowledge that getting caught up in the shoulds is 100% the human condition and everybody has their moments. So that's the first thing. Give yourself a little empathy and a little kindness and a little love. That The shoulding is ingrained. Mm -hmm. It's actually neurological. Um, the, The truth is that that's some of the way that our brain works is we're const- we're judgment machines and we are constantly judging and comparing ourselves. That's just the way our brains are organized, but we can really get down the rabbit hole on that. And that just gets us into that sort of shame spiral mm-hmm. that, we're, that we're not enough. We're not smart enough. We're not skinny enough. We're not successful enough. We don't make enough money. We don't live in right zip code. Our kids aren't go- like, oh my God. Right. The most important thing is just To recognize that that's what's happening, that you are being hijacked by your own brainstem. Spend a few moments giving yourself some empathy. You got some programming in there from your family of origin. You got some societal programming. You got the social media going on. Mm -hmm. And that underneath it all, you really have a drive to do something special in your world. That's where your purpose is going to come from. So if you can unwind, if you can be patient and empathetic and kind enough to yourself, underneath all of the shoulds is likely hiding your purpose Mm -hmm. and why those shoulds hijack you so badly. Mm -hmm. Again, for me, it's I want to be such an incredible connector and I want to serve people to find their own inner brilliance. And so I get hijacked thinking about all the things I should be doing to get that message out there. Right. Like that's an example. So, so that that is absolutely critical is to spend some time unwinding those shoulds. And you have to get, you have to get real deep with that. Like you, you really have to do some important self-reflection. Again, I know not only do I believe, but I've experienced that working with a really high quality coach can help you do that work yeah. because that's work that's hard to do in your own brain. Having the space to talk to someone who knows how to walk you through that can ask you those provoking questions to get you go a little deeper, mm-hmm. get you feel something maybe you don't really want to feel. That's actually really valuable work. Mm-hmm.
0: Why do you think we're not really taught this when we're young? I mean, this isn't something I learned in school, right? I mean, we can like, oh. wax poetic about why the hell we thought we really weren't taught these things. But like, it was always what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to yeah. do? What's going to be your job? Whereas now that I'm in my mid to late 30s, I'm like, okay, shit, like I needed this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was nowhere. And, and and obviously coming up in like the late 90s, early 2000s, like the whole shift in culture was also very apparent to me now. But <laughs> we weren't taught these things. So, so I, you know what, I
1: think that's a great question and it's one I've never thought about before, but I think one of the most important reasons why is because it's hard to measure, Mm -hmm. right? We are, we live in a society where it is all about the KPIs and the OKRs and the metrics and, and especially in our school systems, Mm -hmm. And some of it is the way their system is set up and the teachers are trained. And let's be honest, a lot of that still comes from stuff that was relevant back in the 50s. Mm -hmm. Shit that just isn't relevant today. Like we are actually in the 21st century. Um, And we know that. I mean, I have kids, my youngest kids just graduating high school. Their whole lives are completely different than those of us that were, you know, raised in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. But I, I really think that that's part of it is that it's just this is hard to measure, And it's actually difficult, tricky work. Mm -hmm. Like every single piece of this is going to look different. You can't build, you can't build a curriculum that you can roll out across a school district, a city, a state, for me in Canada, a province. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't dictate curriculum around this. So it makes it tricky to standardize. Mm -hmm. And that's really what our, you know, our school systems in particular want to do. What I have noticed in my own practice is that organizations and larger organizations are actually waking up and realizing that this work is valuable work to do with their people. Mm -hmm. Because people find greater satisfaction in their whole life, which includes their working life, Mm -hmm. when they can understand themselves better um, and understand how they need to be present in their world. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. There is a shift happening
0: but it's not happening at the educational level i can tell you that no for sure no. and so now that we've talked about you know finding purpose figuring out your core values you know how do we start to build a life that is in alignment do you ever find people you know really struggle with that part especially if they have been living really outside of their purpose or their values sure Yeah. It's a huge shift.
1: And, and, you know, I'll I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've had clients that we've done some of this work and, and they've just not been able to complete it. Mm -hmm. So we've started to, to do some of this really valuable, insightful, really deep, you know, personal discovery work. um, And they've had to quit the coaching
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because they just are not in a space where they are willing to either show up differently in their own life where they're ready to have shifts in their relationships where they're ready to have shifts in their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Right. Because sometimes this means that you've got to change the way you live. And for some people, they're not ready to do that. And this work has to be done at the time that you're ready to do it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It, that is absolutely the truth. Um, and as a coach, I can't be the judge of that. You have to be the judge of that. And I am super cool when clients say to me, I just like this isn't going to work for me right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 100%. Shouldn't do coaching, time out, game off, right? For the rest of us who are ready and who do want to make these shifts, I think the courage that you get and the energy that you get and the joy that you get from understanding yourself better starts to ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it can be challenging because people notice that you show up differently. You know, of course your family, mm-hmm. your kids will be like, Hey mom, this is di- like different, like, or your partner, honey, some's you know, something's changed for you. Like what's, what's happening. And it may take weeks before they notice it. Cause sometimes it's really subtle mm-hmm. in other moments. It actually has to be really bold. You know, if there's a boundary that's being really violated and you have to go to someone like your mother-in-law and say, actually, this behavior is not going to work for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I just am not going to be able to tolerate this. So the, the shifts can be very gradual or sometimes they need to be really bold and really structural. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it's uh, 100% it is never easy. This is this is brave work. This is vulnerable work. This calls on courage you may not know you have.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Like just put a warning label all across <laughs> this episode. Highly triggering. It is. It 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 will it will fundamentally change who you are and it'll change the way you show up in your
0: world. People will notice and it will be uncomfortable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, any other advice moving forward for 2023? You know, this is the, the first guest I've had on the show in this new season um, about finding purpose, leading yourself, or just heading into a new year. I mean, I feel like I'm not one to make New Year's resolutions, but it seems every year in January, there is just a new birth, a new, you know, period of birth and period of death. The things that were in 2023 yeah. are leaving. You know, I had an episode that aired. Uh, last week about the lessons that I learned in 2022, and for me it was all about like slowing down, reassessing what really what you're talking about. My own core values were. Yeah. So, any other advice or or messages for folks yeah. going into this year? Um, don't set New Year's resolutions.
1: Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Um, what what I walk my clients through is actually intention setting goals are the tactical outcomes that you wish to accomplish. Again, just like understanding your values, your why, your purpose, understand what your intentions are. What do you want to create this year? How do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. You know, it's December 31st. The ball is dropping in Times Square. You're watching it or you're there. God, you know, bless your heart if you're there. (laughs) Um, How do you want to feel? And when you understand what your intentions are, and and you know just a couple, like don't go crazy. The temptation is to set like a thousand things up, right? A couple intentions, a couple feelings, a couple experiences. Then start to layer in things that are more tactical. Like, how do I want to accomplish that intention? What are the two or three things that live underneath that? Mm-hmm. From there, you can talk about what some goals are and you could break it down if that's really who you are, because lots of people love to do that work. But really start big. what what is the intention for you this year? and how does that link and honor your biggest values? Mm-hmm. How does that bring them to life in 2023? How does that honor your purpose? How does that help you do more of what you are here to do? That is going to get you a whole lot further than setting a couple of, you know, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by June, right? Don't do that. Don't do that to
0: yourself. Do more. That would be my challenge to everybody who's listening to this. Mm. Well, Lindsay, how can folks connect with you, work with you, and what do you have going on this year?
1: Yeah. I've got so much fun stuff going on this year. I'm super excited. So there's a couple different ways to work with me. I mean, absolutely. I I am passionate about coaching people one-on-one and I have some programs um, that are available on my website, which is highvoltageleadership.ca. Um I run a group call, program called Positive Intelligence. So if you really want to get after that little like that negative Nelly in your brain that constantly tells you you're not enough, I have a fabulous 7-week boot camp that I run that will actually teach you how to turn that conversation down and shift into a more sage perspective where you can feel more positive and engaged and energetic. So those are all on my website. Um and uh would love to connect with people on Instagram, my handles at high Volt coach, and I'm also on LinkedIn a lot, so if you're on LinkedIn, look me up, Lindsay White, and then your podcast as well, and the podcast, oh my God, the podcast. Um, yes, because you're you're on my podcast coming up this uh, new year. Uh, it's called Female Founder Friday, and I interview the most incredible female founders. We talk about their stories, their leadership. We talk about where they've screwed it up and what they've learned, um, and they're really powerful, fun, engaging conversations, and I'm so
0: proud of them. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, Lindsay, thanks so much for coming on and sharing all this wisdom. Oh my gosh. Absolutely my pleasure. Mm, I hope you loved that first interview of 2023. Lindsay is such a light, and somebody who makes me feel so lit up, which is perfect because obviously, as you heard her say, that feels to her like her purpose in life. If you want to connect with Lindsay, I'll put all her links in the show notes below. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Leslie Draffin and at the Light Within podcast. Shoot me an email, hello at LeslieDraffen.com. I really look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks so much for spending some time with me this week. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.